Before I go into my talk this morning, let me introduce myself. My name is Marcy Kelly, and I am the Associate for Caring Ministries. I live in Trumbull with my husband, Tom, and our two rescue dogs, Carson and Maisie. Prior to coming to St. Stephen's, I was the parish manager at St. James Catholic Church for 10 years. I'd always considered that job my ministry. Simply put, the people I encountered every day taught me to live out the message of our community of faith, to see a face, learn a name, share a story, love one another. My faith tradition is Catholicism, but I am not what is commonly referred to as a cradle Catholic. I believe I was getting a call for a long time to join the faith, but for years I let that call go to voicemail. It was not until 1999 that I finally answered and in 2000 received the sacraments of baptism, first Eucharist, and confirmation at the Easter Vigil. There are many similarities between my faith tradition and the Episcopal faith. For example, the belief in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the prayers we say during services on Sunday, like the Our Father, offering each other the sign of peace, and except for a different word or two, both of our traditions recite the Nicene Creed. So in researching today's gospel message, I thought it was interesting that both Catholic and Episcopalian scholars agree that this is a very hard parable to interpret. I will cite just one example, and this is from the lectionary page, Proper 20, used by the Episcopal Church, as it appears in the Pastoral Perspective section. And I quote, Parables are usually gifts of clear insight into God's choices for our lives. However, this parable is difficult to read and difficult to preach. The reader oftentimes struggles for meaning, just as the preacher struggles to interpret the meaning. Both end up frustrated. This gave me great comfort, but also a slight bit of anxiety. How was I to speak about this gospel in any clear and meaningful way when even the people who write pastoral perspectives find this challenging? But I had said yes when Reverend Whitney asked, so I forged ahead. But I made a note to myself. The next time before saying yes, I would read the gospel passage first. <laughs> Sometimes when I read the gospels, I try to imagine who I might be in that story. Last week we heard the parable of the lost sheep about a shepherd who leaves the herd of 99 in search of the one lost sheep. Sometimes I am the one who strayed, feeling the love of the good shepherd when I am found. Sometimes I am part of the 99, saying, let's keep moving, Marcy will find her way. Although without my GPS, that might prove a bit challenging. And when have I been the good shepherd, leaving the many to find the one? But in this parable, I found it hard to relate to any of the key players. I hope I'm not like the manager, fearing that he will lose his job because he squandered the rich man's property. He puts together a plan where he makes a deal with the people he owes, who owes his boss goods or money. He was not concerned with the welfare of the debtors, only that he might look good to the rich man and secure places should he lose his job. Quid pro quo doing something for, for a favor in kind. But one passage would not leave my thoughts, and it's this. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than the children of light. 
To me, this says that the children of this age are of the world, putting greater value on possessions more than people, whereas the children of light are in the world, loving people more than possessions. In John 17, Jesus said, I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. But what did Jesus mean? I believe the answers can be found in this Henry Nouwen quote. Did I offer peace today? Did I bring a smile to someone's face? Did I say words of healing? Did I let go of my anger and resentment? Did I forgive? Did I love? These are the real questions. I would like to end with a prayer written by my friend Barbara Maraconda. And this is from her book, Prayers for the Journey. Jesus, my Lord, you said that you were in the world, but not of the world. Help me to know your ways, to stand in the tension between this world and the next. Give me the eyes to see, the ears to hear, a discerning heart and a willing spirit to traverse the ways of freedom and love, to be in this world, but not of it. Amen.